Welcome back to KafaroCast, everyone. I am your, as Aaron called me, closet co-host today. Um, I'm Amy, Aaron's wife, and we're, I guess we're talking about my turkey hunt adventure in Texas. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, good job. All right. So we, we just got back from Texas, and uh, uh, I've, I met, uh, we'll do the short version, Amy, in like 2007, eight, and you weren't totally against hunting, but you certainly weren't for hunting at all, And then, but you always wanted to go backpacking. And then we got back together in 2016, which then we went backpacking and fishing. Rekindled uh, the re- flame. Rekindled the flame, yes. Um, and <laughs> did you call the me? The flame a, never went out. Call me a jive turkey. Um, <laughs> and then um, you didn't eat, you ate turkey and fish because they have no souls. Well, no. So no. I, I grew up a city girl. Um, um, my family... M- pretty much fish, deep sea fishing and stuff. So I had that experience, but nobody in my family really hunted. So I just never, I was never around it, but um, I was never against it. I understood it and never had a problem with it. I just never thought I would do it. And, you know, when I first met you and you would send me pictures of dead stuff on your pack. She did not like it. I did not like it, (laughs) but it was fine. And I've, I've gone through... I was vegetarian for a little while, but that did not work out for me. And then I decided not to eat that red meat. That rhymes with Ray. <laughs> I decided <laughs> not to eat red meat um, for health reasons because when I got started getting into nutrition, um, I you know just knew how bad it was for you. So I stopped eating it for that reason, not for ethic reasons, ethical reasons. Um, and so I just didn't. For 17 years, I didn't eat red meat. I just ate fish and chicken and poultry. I ate some pork because that's the other white meat. And um, that was really it. And then when you and I got back together and we talked a little bit about, you know, the processing of of the meat that you killed was not like what they do to cows. She's way oversimplifying this because her mom is totally not cool. She's not, I wouldn't say she's anti-hunter. She's more pro living in the blind. Um, Yeah. She humanizes animals. Yeah. So if it's in cellophane, it didn't technically die. It grew on a tree. Um, if it comes from McDonald's, that which is probably true is fake meat, yeah. which most of that mystery probably meat. Is, is mystery That's meat. Um, and there was different conversations over the flat past, you know, three years or so of uh, with her mom of like kind of like stepping in the real world, you know, hey, you killed it with your checkbook. That animal was still alive. And. Anyway, she's coming around. Oh, well, that's what I was leading up to. Oh. She eats. We gave her moose the mm-hmm. other day. And oh, yeah, your mom, she's super cool about it. She just she said when she was a kid, which is something we should talk about right now. She drove by on her little bicycle and there was a dead deer hanging in the garage. They were cleaning it. Yeah, I think it was and my it, it was her. It might have been my grandpa or an uncle or somebody. He so. said uncle. Yeah. And it haunted her for life. Right. And then there's elk that live around the house. And, she, and, and obviously we, we we took her house from we didn't kick her out. Right. Whatever. But we live in her old town home, basically. And. There's, there's tame deer and elk all over, which is all the wonderful photos you see of mine of giant elk and deer from my front porch, basically. So 
she kind of humanized them, which is how life works. And obviously my, my point here is you kind of want to put your best foot forward as a hunter when faced with a situation like this. Don't be a dumb fucking redneck. Explain how the process works and that. The circle if, of life. The circle of life. Thank you, Frank. See, Frank doesn't say much, but when he does, it's very important. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like when he talks about boobies. Um, <laughs> so when you, uh, well, you know, when you're kind of, faced with that i know we just sat and we talk about it yeah and and, and you're she, very you have you're very convincing even i mean not that you're not telling what's r- real and what's right but you have a really good way of explaining it without sounding like a jerk and really making people go oh oh yeah well okay that makes sense and so i think that's kind of what happened with my mom yeah, yeah, it seemed to be, which is, you know, cool, and, and that's happened with a bunch of different people. So, you know, that's kind of part of this before we get into the funny part of shooting and missing and live, silly bit guilty and staying in the blind all day and all everything else that happened is, you know, obviously putting your best foot forward, you know, making sure people understand, as Frank put it, the circle of life, not just in the hunting portion of it, but also the fact, like, kind of give them a conk on the head of, hey— if you're going out and eating T-bone steaks or, or chicken or fish, that animal had a life too. They've just skipped out the dirty work. Uh, they've just skipped all that and went straight to the fun part where, you know, obviously we're, we, we are actually going out and, and killing that or I guess it's the technical word now, harvest. I think no, I get yelled at for. I, would, I don't. I don't ever say harvest. I prefer not. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you harvest you wheat, right? Yeah, I, you don't. If they had a heartbeat, I don't think you harvest it. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say. I think honestly, after being around all of this for as long as I have now, it's what hunters do for the most part is more humane. I mean, obviously, I know that there have been some woundings and things like that, which is terrible. But for the most part, hunting is more humane than what they do in those factories or, you know, uh, what they do to the cattle and the chickens. And that's a horrible life. At least the animals that you kill have a good life until they die. So, you know, they're out there free and it's not, it's totally different. So. Yeah. Well, and then explaining that and then obviously getting people into the, the sport uh, or whatever you want to call it. Um, like you just, we got you a bow because you went and shot a couple three Ds and just carried the camera. And um, I can't remember if it was your idea or mine, but we went and got you a bow. Um, I think it was then, mutual. Yeah, and then uh, no limits. I guess we got it from yep. Phil, and yep. it was a Prime Air. Yeah, Synergy Air. Synergy prime Air. Synergy Air. Yeah. And then got you hooked up with a piece of shit sight at first, but then Spot Hog, we got a sight from Spot Hog. I think we did some wheeling and dealing on mm-hmm. that one. Thanks, Spot Hog. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, um, Lindsay. And Frank. Yep, and Frank. <laughs> and uh, then we got you kind of a more of a hunting setup arrow because we set you, I set you up more or less that you didn't have some speed demon. So it was a decent, sh- it's a day six, 500 spine. It's got 150 up front. Um, with relatively low, I don't know, 240, I think is what it shot. And then we've put a DOA, uh, the arrow rest I like from, from AAE and kind of just, you know, along, kind of learned along the way as you were shooting, uh, fletching arrows and how sighting in works. And she, uh, Amy is very inquisitive. So there's always questions, you know, which is good. It's going along and then, and then my release issue. Well, I was getting to that. So she came out of the womb with a bad set of fucking target panic. I'm talking bad. Like, I'm not punching it. Okay, draw back and aim and don't hit the trigger. 
Well, you you really couldn't. I couldn't. And she had a wrist rocket, and uh, she was punching. I mean, like full on Pearl Harbor sneak attack. (laughs) And so we got you a Carter Evolution, and you. I think the Clums helped you out there uh, operate functioning that correctly. I for those who haven't figured it out yet, I don't get a lot involved in the coaching nor. My feeling is, and maybe this is from guiding husband and wives and watching husband and wives shoot, neither one should help the other because nothing good comes out of that. Um, And so even in the ground blind, you were like kind of back and forth about if I should be in there. And I'm not the husband that's like, I'm like, put John in there. He's a super good dude, very knowledgeable. So why don't you sit with John and I'll sit in the other ground blind that way you don't have to worry about me because you just straight up said I made you nervous. Yeah. Well, when I first started shooting at targets, you made me nervous just because, I mean, you're. You know, I mean, for if I if I wasn't married to you, you would make me nervous just because your your reputation. You're so good, and it's just like here's this person who's never shot before, and I don't want to do it in front of you. <laughs> Performance anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> See, everybody has that. But so it was, yeah. So shooting the first time, actually shooting at something live, I was, yeah, I was pretty worried I was going to be nervous in front of you. So. Which we got a lot. She got a lot of practice in that end. I sure we'll, did. we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> so, we we got you all set up, and you shot for a year now. Yeah. And then uh, we went on the Owl Dad hunt. Uh, Brian Broderick and I with with Scott, and he's he owns um, Topo Texas Outfitters, and he I think he guides turkey hunts normally. Um, it's hard for for us because he's a buddy and so I get confused on what he actually guides and doesn't guide, but either way he's like, "Come on down." You know, with his southern Texas draw and he's like, "Man, we got a place, got turkeys everywhere. Bring Frank, bring your wife." And so the the light kind of came on. I'm like, "This might be something Amy might want to do. <laughs> it's a turkey. They have no souls like a ginger." And <laughs> They're, no, they gingers take your soul. Um, yes. So I'm like, okay. So I asked, and you seemed okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I kind of had to put it in my head that I fish, and birds and fish are similar, I guess, to me. And so I thought about it, and I thought, well, it can't be that much different than catching a fish. And um, and then we watched a bunch of videos on what it looks like when you shoot a turkey. And uh, we did watch YouTube. Did you all on, night. Uh, we did. Do you notice on uh, Planet Earth and like Blue Planet that they show? I saw somebody posted about this, why I'm saying it. They show a bunch of, like, reptiles and birds getting killed and eaten and shit, but they did not show any, like, mammals yes. getting yeah. eaten. Because we watched that, too, and it, it is. Like, they... where's all the fucking, yeah, <laughs> where's the real shit? Yeah. Well, when it comes to the kill, it like, they cut away yeah. or they go to the next thing, and it's like, why would you show a bird? And, yeah, I agree. But I just, I, um, I just thought, yeah, I could probably do that. And then when we watched the videos and the one bird would get shot and the other ones would jump on top of it and peck at it. I'm like, they're kind of little assholes, so maybe Dude, it won't got, be that hard. The first one I killed, she could see from across. Yeah, they that fucked was pretty my cool. bird up. They did. They jumped on top of it. They were going after it. I was like, And they had projectiles flying by them. Yeah. And they took that shit like a man. They were yeah. like, what was that? Nah, no, but no, no big deal. But, uh, yeah. so, so we figured, you know, Scott was like, hey, come on down. And, and by the way, Scott does, um, I guess, guide... Turkey hunters, I think, right? Yeah, and I think deer too. Yeah, he I does think. deer, turkey, and and uh, and Owl owl dad. Dad. Mm-hmm. pigs, maybe, and yeah, and pigs. pigs. Yep. And we did that podcast with him, and so the the one thing nice with those guys is going down. He was like, "Hey, I'll just show you guys where 
you're going to hunt or we'll sit with you or keep you company. Well, I really like Scott and John. So I kind of felt bad because they were going to drop us off originally and the blinds were too small for really me to shoot out of one of them. And I'm like, man, we got to swap this shit out. I'm wielding like a freaking telephone pole. <laughs> so we swapped one of the blinds out and John was going to sit with you. And then I was yep. just going to sit and Scott's like, do you mind if I keep you company? I'm like, well, no, man, I'm going to sit here all morning. And he didn't. Uh... So keep in mind, I can kind of call turkeys, right? I can call dumb ones. Well, Scott is like the most mild mannered. Like he doesn't brag, but he didn't bring his calls the first morning. And so I'm calling the turkeys in and I'm thinking, should I hand him my call? Like, you know, he can call turkeys like a motherfucker. Well, like let me the interject <laughs> because not only was he calling turkeys, Aaron, he was calling my turkeys. So oh, no, just that was so you me. Yeah, yeah, I was calling. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> Dude, it was like a run. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. I, <laughs> when she would shoot at them and they'd run away, we definitely tried to call them our way. Yeah, no chance of calling those guys back. You were calling them away. But uh, so... You ended up, we had to get you broadheads, which was a last minute kind of thing. And I was going back and forth. Do we get a mechanical or a, a fixed blade? And I'm, I got mechanicals, which I'm still is not sure the right decision. A couple of those, Frank, oh, didn't open in the dirt. And oh, I don't mean like. What were they? Rage. Mm. Um, and Tur- they weren't tripens. They weren't the good ones. They were. Just their turkey The head? low oh, yeah. KE. And what I was amazed with is she shot missed the turkey went in the dirt and the plastic collar wasn't broken and i'm like fuck is this thing gonna (laughs) gonna open on a turkey like holy shit so me read if i had to do it again i'd probably fletch her up three three inch or three four inch veins and i'd have you shoot a big wide fixed blade because you're shooting slow and we can tune it and you have good arrow flight so we got rage for a discounted price and off we went and got the blind set up for me and Scott and you and John are across from us. And then I'm going to let you take it from there because I have no idea what happened other than what I saw. But there was some fucking rounds flying down range. Um, <laughs> Man. Well, I tell you, for, so the first morning was really cold. And so <laughs> I was shivering anyway. Right. So I, I'm in there. I did not bring long johns. I had good upper coverage, but my pants were not um nearly heavy as enough. So I was, I was cold. And so I'm shaking. Well, the turkeys start coming in, the sun comes up, they, you know, they come out of their nest, they start coming in. And it's just like, I, you know, Aaron told me that your body will do things that your brain doesn't control or can't control when, when you get that adrenaline rush. And I, of course, you don't know that until you experience it. When they start coming in and I'm, I'm getting excited. I'm like, holy cow, you know, like here they come and they're strutting and there's a bunch of them and they're coming our way. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And John's getting excited. And so I'm just my heart's pounding and I'm shaking and I'm already shivering. So it's like double shivering and shaking and and my heart. And as the closer they get, the louder my heart's pounding. I can't hear anything. And I'm like, oh, my God. I can God. see these, these birds are coming. If you can imagine a uh, airstrip runway you're on the left side of the airstrip in the back corner and we're just forward of you on the right corner and they're coming down the left strip fucking running right yeah. right at her out yeah. of where they roosted from so i'm like oh shit it's about to get <laughs> western so i've got the camera out and i mean dude the hens like 
full speed, and I'm like, holy shit, she's going to get a shot the first morning. All right, yeah. go ahead. And I got, yeah, and I did. I mean, I wasn't ready for that to be so quick. I was just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, there they come. And, I, and, you know, John's just like, take your time. He's like, you know, get your bow ready, get your bow. And I had everything, you know, kind of set up. I had an arrow already knocked, and, you know, my release was locked. I was ready to go. But, I mean, picking it up and putting it in my lap, my hands are shaking. I'm trying to get my bow up. And he, John tells me later, he's like, man, your arrow, the tip of your arrow, your <laughs> I was shaking and I'm like, I know. So I'm like, I couldn't even pull back. I couldn't pull my bow back twice. I He had to help me because I was so <laughs> nervous. I was just like, wait, what's happening? Because I, you know, it's a little heavy for me, but God, I, I could not get it back. Well, so you practice shooting yeah. in a chair. Like we yeah. practiced. Went I didn't just Bear send Creek her out. And... Yeah. I didn't send her out to battle with no weapon. I mean. No, I got a comfortable position. I knew how I needed to sit. I knew every, yeah, I was totally fine. How to pull back in that position. It changes in the moment of truth. Uh, you're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, John's trying to videotape me and help me pull my bow back. And he's like trying not to drop stuff and scare the turkeys off. It was a, it was a clusterfuck in the morning. <laughs> it was bad. So, um, but I did get, you know, I got my, my bow back and I took a shot and yeah, that was, it was not pretty. It was just where I don't even know why I was like, where'd it go? And he's like, I don't know. So <laughs> first couple were not good, but I, I actually got a piece of one of the turkeys, you know, they kept coming in and I kept taking shots and I got a piece of one and I uh, thought we might've injured it. Um, and it thought it might've walked off to die, but it did not. It was fine. We watched it for yeah, ever. He was fine, but so, I got a little meat. That was about it, and some feathers. I think but. you hit like the lower fatty portion. Yeah, because that bird, he I, walked off. I well, I we didn't tell. I killed your bird. Oh, that last one's the one. <laughs> well, no, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> that's the last awesome. one I shot. Was, <laughs> that farther shot was your bird. Right it had a little mark down its stomach. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I killed Amy's bird. But, so here's. Here's what's funny for people to make fun of me is you're shooting them. They're coming to us on a string. And and Scott obviously knew where they go and everything. So I got, which is totally my fault. I had prototype broadheads from, um, you know, our company, which um, uh, is day six. And I had prototype broadheads from Rocky Mountain. And I got slightly confused and I guess the excitement of all the different broadheads. And I missed six turkeys opening day <laughs> oh damn in, yeah. in one sitting right so not at one time but so as i'm as she's shooting turkeys they're coming to me and scott's i mean he didn't give me any shit but i'm sure he's wondering what in the hell is going on and <laughs> so as it turns out i had 60 extra grains on my point um and I could not figure out for the, you know, I'm talking to myself mentally like, dude, you're a fucking killer. What is wrong with you? Like, dude, it got so bad. I went to grab an arrow. So you're hitting low or something? Left, low left. And I looked at Scott and I'm like, dude, I'm out of arrows. <laughs> and there's turkeys <laughs> all around us and trap, dude, there's fucking arrows like 180 degrees around us. And I didn't, I just touched feathers, right? I'm like every shot but one. Because I aimed higher, I had like feathers blowing off. But we looked through the netting on the, the you know, on the blind, mm -hmm. and I'm tearing knock left, and I'm like, "What in the hell?" Well, dude, they told. I mean, they told me, and I forgot that they they weren't two hundred; they were two fifty six oh. or something. And so, I missed. Well, I shot every arrow I had and got good photos opening morning, and you're over there flinging arrows. And so 
the dust finally settles, <laughs> and I'm trying to find my arrows. And then we go back and we take a nap and shoot. Oh, my and... God. I needed that nap so bad. I was like, I had no idea how much I was going to take out of you. You know how she's always warm. I'm in a T-shirt, hotter than balls, and she's shivering like a cat shit and choker chain. In the, <laughs> in the morning? Well, at 11 o'clock. <laughs> the whole day. And I don't know <laughs> if it was dehydrated or something? It, I don't know. I think she's, her core got cold. I think so. I mean, I had to drink a bunch of hot liquid at lunch. I mean, I took a nap. Like, I passed out. I was done. <laughs> and then we had to get up and go for that night. She had the night. little dolphin snores. So it was like, nee, 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 nee. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. It wore me out. It was pretty just crazy. Just a stressful morning, kind of. Yeah, I think so. I think my whole body just, was, it was like just constant, like, oh, shaking. Oh, yeah, like the adrenaline. Yeah, probably yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I think she learned some because she and I have gotten into a few arguments, like all couples, about, well, maybe not this stuff, but she never gets cold, and I'm always prepared, and we've argued before, but you can kind of see now why I yeah. freak out and worry about you because I've been in the blind so long, I can't or tree stand, I can't walk because I can't feel my feet. Or I can't pick my nose because I can't feel my fingers. <laughs> and you got your first taste of a five-hour sit. Yeah. And even John was like, you don't have any long johns on under those pants? I was like, no. He's like, that's crazy because, um, you know, he just assumed that I wasn't that dumb, that I would wear just regular, you know, lightweight Prada pants <laughs> <laughs> in really cold weather. Well, I thought you but said you grabbed some I, and I didn't pay attention. Know, yeah. I got to say last year for Nebraska, the, I brought a doobie with me in the uh, – <laughs> <laughs> the doobie blanket <laughs> in the blind. And uh, dude, that thing was freaking amazing. Like I probably had turkeys walking all around me. I was sleeping all, <laughs> awesome. all bundled up. <laughs> well, it gets it gets cold. But so we went and got back out in the the blinds. I don't know, four, three thirty four. Yeah. And kind of go ahead. Take it from here. Well, the afternoon wasn't. I, You know, people say they don't remember. And I, I don't remember, I don't think I took a shot that afternoon. I don't think anything came close enough that afternoon. So I'll, I'll tell it because I remember it like I did? it was crazy. You had two big toms came by. Oh. You missed three times. Dang, that's right. They were off to the right. Because I was watching three they were times. Off to, that, was when, that was when uh, John was like, all because it was at the right window and he was to my right. He about, and, she about shot his face yeah, off. Like, like oh, he had to shoot right in front of him. Yeah, that's right. So Amy's on the left of the blind. John's on the right. And, you know, looking for through the big window and they come through the right window. So she's got to draw and shoot in front of John. And I'm watching these turkeys and they that's how I had those photos. Right. And they were right in front of the blind. But there it's a horrible angle. And so you have to completely swap positions and shoot. And you shot, I think, two or three times. Yeah, I think two times. Yeah. But and I forgot to say that my first drawback, my first shot when I finally got the my bow drawn back. Yeah. I held that full draw for, John said it was like probably a little bit more than a minute. It was a long time because we yeah. were watching in the binoculars. <laughs> yeah. I was like. Oh, and dude, I was so excited about her getting one. I fucked up first morning. The camera lens is hanging out. My head's out. And I look to the right and we've got 25 birds coming <laughs> in, like 20 yards looking at me. Damn. And so I try to sneak back in and they, they took off. They ended up coming back in. That was in the morning. But I was trying to get photos of of you, but same thing, those birds, you know, came back over to us, and there was a Jake with like a four inch beard. And, well, there, no, that's they didn't come to us, they went over to another area after you shot at them yeah, by the cattle one, trough yep. stuff and oh, the horses yeah, and all that. Yep. But dude, we're sitting there, and three Jakes come 
and you know I'm not above shooting a Jake, especially with <laughs> stick bow. And I told Scott, I'm like, dude, we got three dumb ones coming, perfect. And he's like, them Jakes, and I'm like, yeah, we're good, we're good. And they come, and I hit that one first shot. Um, I had gotten my shit back in a pile and figured out what I was doing as far as everything goes. And you got to see it. Yep. That I I folded that bird immediately and they beat the fuck out of that. Bird. Yeah. <laughs> and that was pretty cool to get to see you actually kill something. I mean, you know, I, I've seen the pictures and I've heard the stories, but I actually got to see you do it. That was that was pretty awesome too. So Well when we first got together, like right after I was in Alberta and I wasn't sure if I was going to get it done, and I find I am killing that big deer. And you were like, "You don't don't send a photo." Yeah. And then finally, you're like, "Okay, I've got to see it. Send me a photo of the." <laughs> the, the so those, so those things are pecking, and I missed range because I was using my point on. So I launched three more arrows at those other jakes at their feet because I was two yards off on my my range, and then that pretty much finished the night. We got photos, and so I sat with you the next evening. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if I missed anything that morning or not. I don't. I don't, I don't know because we did. were. I no. Um, you didn't because you almost got a shot at a hen, a bearded hen. The bearded hen came in. Yeah, this thing had like a ten inch beard. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, ma'am. <laughs> 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 I didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't even know hens could be bearded. That was pretty cool. But yeah, I. Yep, we just didn't. The, the other area where we went didn't have quite as much action i mean they were out there they just didn't get close so well we we went to a different spot and i said hey let's and it had no blind and i said and i i I got you and i two blind or you got you and i two blinds and i had the smaller of the two so amy and i got set up and i don't know that 30 minutes went by two hens came in and uh, Amy and I may have started fooling around in the blind. And oh Jesus! Woke up. Dude, <laughs> this is a like, family podcast. There was like twenty. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> there was like twenty <laughs> birds in front of us, and that's a bad way to get a, a tick where you don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> there was like twenty birds in front of us, and I'm like, "There's a there was a bearded hen, and it had like a ten inch beard, eight inch beard, and I'm like, shoot shoot that hen, and you." That one, yo, you shot that one. You shot at that one. Shot at it, yeah. Yeah, and you you barely had missed. And the one, the next time she was trying to shoot through, because she shot three times that night, the one you tried to shoot through a fence, and it was bad because there were certain openings where there was five strands, but parts of the fence, there was only two, the top and the bottom. And I'm like, okay, shoot, wait, wait, shoot. Because they wouldn't stop moving around, and though we ended up, the only well that big tom you shot at a big tom and that was the only one where i thought shit she probably you probably should have hit that one but that was when you kept hooking your release up i could tell you were fucking <laughs> panicking like she kept firing off the release oh, yeah. <laughs> like, i couldn't get it to stay on the on the dealer i was like hey you need to calm the fuck he's down he's like it's just a bird i said, and I'm they, like, fuck. I, I said they got a, they've got a brain that's actually fucking <laughs> <laughs> All right, calm down. Just they were breathe. outsmarting me, though. <laughs> and uh, so I'll tell the last yeah. part because it was pretty funny from my perspective. We're running out of light. We're waiting for them to roost. We haven't seen any turkeys. I text Scott and I said, hey, man, they haven't come in yet. We may want to come sit in here in the morning. And he said, hey, wait 
he said they may come and roost last, last minute. So I get my big ass out of the blind, and there's like 100 birds, what, 150 yards to our right. She can't see them because there's a rolling hill. So I climb back in. I'm like, oh, shit, there's a lot of birds over there. And I had just taken my boat. Like I was get, we getting ready packed. to pack up. Yeah, I was like all packed up. And uh, it's probably sun goes down at 820, and it was probably – Oh, right at 8 o'clock, 810, because I'm thinking usually, and and I'm not a turkey expert, usually they're roosting before the 30 minutes after. They're not like a human clock. They're roosting, but right before the 30 minutes after dark. So I kind of thought, well, if we get out of here now, if anything comes in, we're not going to blow it out for the morning. I don't see anything coming down on its way. So I'm like, let's get out of here and have a good spot in the morning. So we're sitting there. And straight to our left, a pile of turkeys start coming in. And I thought they were getting bugged out by the decoy. I think it was the ground blind, actually. But there's one. She didn't want to shoot past 20 yards. And there was one at 38 or something. And I've seen her shoot. And I'm like, hey, can you hit that? And she's like, I don't know if I feel comfortable. I don't know if I can hit it. And, of course, I'm going to get hateful email. But I kind of looked over and I was like, yeah. But you might. <laughs> and I was like, I've seen you shoot. You can hit that bird. And or it was 35. And I said, I've seen you shoot. You can kill that bird. And in my mind, and I didn't tell her this, sometimes when it's a little bit farther. Now, I'm not encouraging people to shoot 100 yards, but stress level is taken off even because mentally they're like, well, it's farther. I don't, you know, I may not hit this because it's farther than I'm comfortable with. And it takes off. It's relaxing. And she poaxed it. She killed it. Um, yeah, because I definitely got to that. I was like, well, all right, I'll shoot at it. Because when you said that, I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. So I'll try. But I definitely did not think. I'm like thinking I missed all these other birds at 20 and, you know, 18 and whatever. And I was just like, there's no way I'm hitting this bird from far away. And I was just like, all right. So I did it. Well, and it was and a then, night and day difference. She was so relaxed on that shot. You weren't shaking. Nope. You were calm. Yep. And I'm like, well, shit, she's going to kill this one. And I think, and I'm not, I don't want this taken out of context for guys that are going to email in. I'm not encouraging people to shoot past their effective distance. The dis- difference is, is we didn't know, one, your effective distance. Right. You'd missed close up, but I'd seen you shoot at 35, and it's a very feasible shot, and that is far on a turkey. But this turkey was basically doing where they just, it was standing there waiting to roost. Didn't move, and I'm like, this is perfect. And you w- hammered it. And uh, Man, that was, I, I just, I'm like, watch this bird, and, you know, I, I watched this bird just start flapping. I'm like, oh my my God. Oh, dude, it was hilarious. She's oh like, I'm, I'm punching him in the arm on my right. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was just like, that's not really happening, is it? I was like, I it, hit it. I flew out of the blind and went and grabbed it just yeah. to make sure it didn't take off. And so they, Scott and John, were on the hill. Like, we couldn't see them, but they, just because there was a kind of a, a rise and they were watching them all roost. And so mm-hmm. we snuck out the back. We got photos real quick because there was this big hump where. When I came around out of the blind, I could see all the turkeys. That was kind of blocking the turkeys from us. So we got some quick photos of her with her bird. And uh, we. I kind of was thinking, well, shit, this is the last day we hunted. I'm like, hell, you guys should go back in there in the morning because there must have been 100 yeah. freaking turkeys in those trees. There was turkeys all around us. And uh, so you and John went in that again Yep, and, the, the and last we just, day. That was – we had – there was – barely any action at all 
we had maybe four hens come in, maybe five hens come in and feed. And they stayed, they they lollygagged around a little bit. Nothing followed them in. No Toms, no Jakes, no nothing. We got one Jake that came close, kind of, but not super close. And he was just basically walking on by. So even if I tried to take the shot, he didn't stop. And so I didn't, I wasn't comfortable to try to take the shot he was walking. And then they went down to our right and they just sat over this little hill and all kinds of action going on down there, fights and, you know, Tom's beating the shit out of the Jakes and, you know, trying to get in. And it was all like I had to watch it through the binoculars. That's how far it was. So we never got anything close enough. But I was I was just happy I got one. I was OK if I didn't get two. I was, I was, was super excited. Nine so. inch beard, one inch spurs. So it was a you know, yeah. four year old bird, I guess. And we got a good turkey. I mean, we got good breast meat off of that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, because so. she, she kind of waylaid it in the legs. <laughs> <laughs> and we still got one leg, though. <laughs> well, and I took my bird apart and cut it open so she could see the heart and what you're actually aiming at. And she was like, Jesus Christ, no yeah, wonder. It's like, yeah. size of your fist are smaller. It's oh, so yeah. small. Well, you know, and it and, and makes sure people understand I'm teaching Amy, and so is John and, and Scott. Well, John, but. There's a big difference between hitting an animal that's alert, that's moving, that's feeding, compared to when she took the shot at 35. The reason why I felt confident in it, when when turkeys, like when they sun, they just stand there in the sun and they pick bugs off them and just stand there. When they go to roost, they just basically walk up to the roost and they'll stand there for a little bit. Sometimes they'll fly right up, but they'll stand there. They're not moving around. They're not feeding. They're just waiting. And that bird was one of the first ones to come in. And he was just chilling, getting weight to fly up in the roost. So I had felt confident that bird wasn't going to move where all the ones you came in that were coming in uh, were coming to the decoy and alert. Some of them were plucking. And so that makes it a lot different. And that bird had no idea in the world we were even there. And, and that's why I felt confident, which we, we talked about that as far as animals being alert. Like when the, the deer blew out, there was one came in behind us and she said, what do you mean blow out? And I'm like, well, it's, you know, I can't do it. Yeah. And I say, she's like, what's that mean? And I'm like, oh, that means there won't be any deer visiting us for a while. Um, it's letting everyone know that there's something going on over here, like when the turkeys yep. pluck. Yep. Um, and I've shot at deer after they've blown, and uh, it's generally not a high percentage shot. Yeah, you usually shoot over their back. Um, not a, the smartest shot, but you sat eight hours the last day. Four and four, basically. Yeah. I, and I, you know, honestly, other than the, you know, that first day being super cold and nervous and everything, it was, it was pretty cool when there was stuff to look at. Um, even just watching the behavior of the birds, because I, you know, you, you talk about animal behavior all the time and it's fun to learn about all that stuff. So watching the behavior of the birds and um, it was just cool. It was a fun experience all around. Well, bef before we talk about the last evening of me unloading the quiver, what, so how did you feel like overall, like, are you, are you, are you digging it? Was it good? Yeah. Are you happy you went? I'm super happy I went. Um, I, 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 yeah, I actually really liked it. I mean, it, I thought it was going to be hard for me to do that, but it wasn't. Um, and knowing that, you know, bringing it back and then cleaning it and taking the meat and everything. And, you know, it just, it was, yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a great time and it was really exciting and, um, yeah, I, better than I thought it would be, honestly. So yeah, we yeah. got turkey for days. Now we got five birds. Heck yeah, I know. <laughs> well, six counting the one from, <laughs> from seven, Nebraska. Yeah. yeah, yeah, counting yours. But but when you guys were over there, Scott and I sat all morning, nothing, and then evening. 
nothing. And finally, uh, you know, we're sitting there and I have no cell service. No, Scott, Scott texted John and said, Aaron's bored. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. We sat there forever and we're watching, you know, turkeys around us. And I got to the point where, well, Frank, you know how it is. I'm like, I bet I could sneak over and shoot one of them. You know, like (laughs) we had birds 80 yards behind us in a tree line bedded up. And I'm looking like, can I get out of this blind and low crawl up and shoot one of these? And we sat there for ever. And, uh, man, like a flicks, a switch flicked. And we had decoy set up and three Jakes came in. And it was actually semi-embarrassing. You know, when I shoot, I try to, almost like a book falling out of my hand when my hand releases. Well, I'm trying to get to my clicker. Dude, it's at like 12 yards. Oh. And, dude, that the string slipped out of my hand. <laughs> I mean, Scott didn't know. He just thought I missed by a hair. And I'm like, mother, I was like, I can't believe that happened. And he's like, what? And I'm like, dude, the string slipped out of my hand. He's like, you barely missed it. What? Well, it, it, uh, I guess I hunt close is not to the case for this i hunt medium because it ran out the 28th third broadside and i'm like you are gonna die and i just pinwheeled at 12 ring flopped around and i'm like oh awesome and i was like dude that was bad that was, or scott <laughs> said that he's like man that was because he's never been able to really see that arrow through you know it's slow so he's watching and hits it and it blew the offside wing off like oh, in the damn. photo you can see like it's detached and uh i you know and it's cool too because we we're testing out the new broadheads and so it flips around and we sit and wait and dude, ten minutes later, just three cockwalloper toms come in, just beard dragging the ground, and that fan where mine died when the wind would blow would go and pop up like a natural decoy. Dude, they pecked the shit out of that that bird, and so I shot that one, and I'm like, well, dude, the light's perfect. Let's get out and get some photos. And uh, so we get out and we're taking photos and, and Scott is about as calm, like, hey, building's on fire. <laughs> My dog's got cancer. You know, <laughs> we should probably go. And he's like, man, there's some birds right there. Aaron. And I'm like, you think we can get back in the blind? Well, we might as well. We don't even get the doors zipped. We're back in the blind and a flock of them come in and <laughs> the hens come right to us eight yards and those toms, dude, both fans of both birds are going, Vroom, and then laying back down. <laughs> and they didn't even look at the decoys. They went straight over and started just pecking the shit out of these. And it was a bit farther of a shot than you should probably take with a stick bow. But they were standing there pecking my bird. And I'm like, well, hell, I got a perfect aiming point here. So I shot, and uh, I hit it a hair low. And I actually hit it in the leg and it, it and, and part of the body it cut it off the leg and so it flew off and we, we ran down and put a secondary shot in it and uh so ended up getting three birds i'd never shot a a triple before which was pretty freaking cool so we got photos and everything else and then ran over and went and met you guys and then we had kind of you were going to come down and hunt our dad frank was but you're still waiting on your bows. By the way, Obsession, you need to ship those quickly. Um, <laughs> yeah, they should be here anytime. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, so I think we're going to go back down there where you can hunt our dad soon. And I left one of the ground blinds down there if we want to hunt turkey, and um, which was cool. We got back in my our dad meat. We were able to get all that, which will be going in the crock pot for those listening. It tastes good, <laughs> but it's a lot like eating 
pretty. my mountaineering boot. Oh, yeah, pretty, it's super uh, tough. We yeah. cooked the back strap, mm-hmm. and I ate it, but it, it's tough. It's good tasting, but it's going to be crock pot food, like <laughs> burger and crock pot, because it's not too, too bad. But um, Yeah, we'll have add add chili. So what would you change? Yeah, no kidding. What would you change? Anything different? Setup or anything? Clothing? Well, clothing, yeah. I would, would definitely you have long gloves this time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and my hands weren't as bad. I had that Sitka shirt on that has the little, the little mitt. Fanatic. Fanatic, thank you. That comes over. So my fingers and my hands were okay, but my legs were cold and I just could not get, and my toes were cold because when you're sitting there, you know, I'm used to us hiking and my toes don't get cold because we're moving. And I've never sat for that long you know, and being nervous or whatever. So my toes, my toes got super cold, but yeah, my legs were cold. I'd bring long johns, but everything else. Um, no, I mean, that was, it was perfect for me. I, I couldn't ask for a better first experience. And, um, especially since I actually got a bird, but other than that, everything else was awesome. I, mean, I, I just had a great time. You're a huntress now. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> start a social media page yeah, and start taking booby shots. Are you sponsored? Even the hunting cabin was cool. I mean, they were, you know, that was super fun. We were in bunk beds, so we didn't get to sleep in the same bed, but, but we could, you know, it was still it fun. It didn't matter, dude. We passed out immediately. So it was passed out every day. Stop. Oh, yeah. please just stop. No, no. The uh, well, you know how I run, you know, ninety miles an hour and then just pass out. Well, like midday when we'd come back, she passed out much quicker and much longer than me. And I'd feel bad because I'd get out and there's Scott and John waiting for us, like <laughs> shooting their yeah. bows, and yeah, it was. Um, because I don't sleep that much anyway, so I get up at 3 and start piddling around and everything else. And so by 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm about ready for a nap. Um, and we'd get back probably at noon, 1, and then we'd nap and then shoot a little bit and screw around. And Scott and John, I mean, they're both—John moved up from Georgia. Well, he came and hunted with Scott and then basically liked it so much he stayed. Yeah. And he lives and helps Scott now and lives with him on the with that ranching and, and guiding and everything else. And then— we're going to go back down and hunt whitetails down there with him um, in uh, November. But we're also going to do, which we'll announce, uh, the 2 million download giveaway. We're actually, it's going to be uh, uh, to come hunt with Jake Downs, myself, Frank, um, Brian Broderick, uh, and maybe some others for our dad uh, with with Scott and, and Topo Texas Outfitters where, where Brian Broderick shot his that the winner will receive um, that's what you'll get you'll have to fly yourself down here we're not that giving but as long as you get here everything else is paid for and you'll get to shoot a, an owl dad um, and Scott's just cool and yeah they're I, super cool they're funny super funny um, I just uh, you can't say good enough things about them because they're such good people and I, I mean you know, their hunts are, I mean, we didn't have to pay for any of this stuff. Well, we did some trading, I guess, and, and uh, they got some packs from us or whatever, and I gave him some gear. But um, his whitetail hunts are like 3500 He listed it off. Do you remember? I don't remember, but extremely reasonable. They shot a 193 last year. Yeah, um, they you know, shoot the a couple big ones each year, he said. And oh, yeah. Average is like, what did he say, like 140 150 Yeah. yeah which is, which he, is good. For a whitetail. Yeah, I mean, he said for like for us, he would imagine 150, 160 type whitetails would be feet realistic. Yeah, and then the turkeys, obviously, there was turkeys every Now, I will say the place we hunted in the one spot has never been hunted before. 
and good God, there was turkeys everywhere. It was great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're super cool people. And, uh, you know, the turkey hunting is, is just amazing. So they got lots of good spots. So, uh, I mean, I'm definitely going to go back down there every year. What do you think? Anything to add? No, they were just super hospitable and, you know, cooked for us, which was super nice. And yeah, they were just, they just did everything they could to make us comfortable and happy. And I thought that was. Just, yeah. Yeah. It was oh, nice. It's like just hanging out with buddies, which yeah. is cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very right. cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to getting down there sometime this summer. Hopefully if we can, if we have time. We need to it's, come before gonna, summer. I might have a heat oh, stroke. Yeah. It's going to get pretty busy here pretty quick. So. Hopefully we can figure something out. If not, I'd be happy to go next year. So yeah, yeah. Just well, get we'll them go in the winter for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah can't that. wait to go down there again when it's five degrees. Um, <laughs> yeah. So did you guys see any snakes, rattlers? Nothing. Did you? Nope. No. A- Amy got bit by a longcock black hobo spider. <laughs> I have something on my ankle. Something bit me, but I don't know what it is. Well, that came from I got bit in the Northwest Territories, and the pilot the night before I got bit had told us that his girlfriend was going out with her ex-boyfriend, and his name was Johnny. And, oh, and Clay, the guy that was like super depressed the whole time. Oh, and Clay and Harder got drunker than shit, and they said he's dating Johnny Longcock, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so it, it's I, crying and shit, right? Oh, it was bad. Um, and they got pissed drunk, and were. And I thought he was gonna commit suicide. It was bad. And so, I got bit the ne- that night by a spider, and the next day we're trying to figure out what it is. And I must it was that must have been a hobo spider, and I had a uh, an allergic reaction to it, so. The hobo spider became a Johnny Longcock hobo spider is what <laughs> bit me. Um, is where that came from. I think Harder came up with that. Um, yeah, it's always good in hunting camp. But but you, you got to see a lot of, of – you got to see kind of how if you're hunting, you know, from a base camp kind of a thing, how that works. And, and yeah. Scott brought up several times if you're about to get married to someone, you should spend seven days with them in elk camp together to see if you can actually make it through a marriage. <laughs> Yeah, that was actually pretty funny yeah. uh, and not not untrue. Um, no, it was cool because, you know, I obviously have been hearing your stories for so long in Frank's and about your base camps and, you know, just how everything works. And it was just cool to get to actually experience it and, uh, you know, get to see how it actually all goes down. So it was pretty cool. And those hunts, like Frank and I do um, I'll probably half and half where we're half public land and kind of over the counter and then the other half is like kind of like with Scott where it's not really guided Scott's just showing us the the areas where we can hunt kind of a trespass fee and then we do like with Lander's guided um which with Lander it's not like even being guided because he's a buddy so kind of a mixture of everything and you know the there's something to be said for getting your ass kicked on a backpack you know do it yourself hunt but there's um also something to be said of you know with turkeys you can find good areas on public land for turkeys, but, you know, financially, like I'm in a place where if I, you know, can kick a landowner three, 500 bucks to hunt for four or five days and I actually have a feasible shot of shooting a few turkeys, it's kind of worth it to me. And I think that just comes kind of with as you become financially able, if it if it's a little bit easier, like I don't wouldn't pay, I guess, for like a trespass fee for for mule deer per se in Colorado because I like hunting the high country or or elk, but for whitetail, I mean, you're kind of forced to to have good whitetail hunting, and and we're lucky enough to know enough people where um, we can kind of wheel and deal or trade elk hunts or mule deer hunts, which works out pretty good. Um, what are you thinking, Frank? Uh, yeah, I agree. 
I think, Frank, you need to go down there and kill a bunch of coyotes because there's a lot of them and people don't like them down there because they kill all their all their farm animals. So I think you need to go there down there. There's coyotes that. everywhere. <laughs> you can count me in there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I'd like to do some, uh, get some, some sort of thermal optics this year and shoot them at nighttime. That's the way shoot to do it. Shoot pigs too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of hoping a pig would come in. That would have been cool. Hoping somebody from Trigicon's listening. Send me that thermal optic. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a Trigicon. You uh, can be our sponsor with Copenhagen and Kombucha. <laughs> yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm super proud of you. I'm happy you came down. Congratulations. Thank, yeah, thank you very much. Awesome. And thanks for taking me. It was, I appreciate it. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I was I was excited. It was fun watching from the blind across because there was some rounds flying down range. I'm like, well, eventually she's getting. Randy Cooling was like, just keep shooting yeah, and like, stay calm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Lord. Well, cool. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>